Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to On Point with Pastor Greg Locke. I'm your host, Pastor Greg Locke, and we're going to talk about three things around here, faith, family, and politics. I know a lot of times we talk just about exclusively the politics, which we don't apologize for, because if we don't call out corrupt politics, we're not going to have a platform from which to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we have to stand bold. Isaiah 58, 1, cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet, not like a harmonica, like a trumpet. And I believe that God's men are supposed to be bold. Now, I will apologize right out of the gate that we have not had a lot of podcasting here the last couple of weeks. We had Dinesh D'Souza, and I'll be with him at AmpFest in Miami here in just a couple of weeks, preaching the word of the Lord and talking about righteous politics in America. So we're excited about that. But We've been all over the place. I've been to the White House. We're getting ready to go back to D.C. this Thursday night. I'll be at D.C. Awakening. Saturday, going to be at Repent America. We'll be at the Franklin Graham uh, Prayer March, Rally, Crusade, whatever that is. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful time. And let me just quickly say before I introduce two, not just one, but two guests today in the studio, the Lord has been doing some unbelievable things here at Global Vision Bible Church. I know so many of you, I meet you across America, and you send us so many messages that you watch the live stream And it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to watch what the Holy Spirit is doing in our midst. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we are watching people get saved every single service. They are lining up to be baptized in the tent. People's lives are being altered. Bondage, addiction, just literally being broken off and falling away from people. And uh, and my wife, oh my goodness, she has been lit on fire with this fresh anointing uh, like I never could have imagined. You know, the Bible says in Ephesians 3.20, he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we ever ask or think. According to the power power that works in us. Not the power of positive thinking. No, the power of the Holy Spirit. And I have watched my wife literally step into the equipping and the anointing and the appointing that God has given her. And it has been beautiful. And many of you guys have seen it. Now, I want to shift gears a little bit because we do talk a whole lot about politics. And I know we'll talk a little bit about the political scene. But today, I have two friends, uh, new friends. We've kind of known each other from a distance in the whole social media world and all of that high-tech redneck. But they're in the studio today. They're actually heading to Washington, and so we'll get to reconnect there. I have uh, Matt Cruz. We're going to talk to him here in just a moment, and we have another gentleman by the name of Gilad Rossinger. Got to get that right? From Israel, huh? You got it right. Call him Nathan here in the United States, but uh, nonetheless, here's what I want to do. Matt, I want you to introduce yourself. Tell us uh, what you're about and how people can find you and just what you've been doing around the country these last couple of years. Yeah, so great to be here. Uh, 24 from Chicago, Illinois. Amen. And uh, you can go to MattCruzMinistries.com, Matt Cruz on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, but God has been doing amazing things, Amen. man. We've been seeing so many people come to the Lord on the streets, Amen. just kind of provoking people to action. You know, that we're not just some congregants, some church member, but we're soldiers in the army of God, and we need to do something with what's on the inside of us. So I've just been loving just, uh, (laughs) you know, Ephesians 4.1, I urge you to to live a life worthy of the calling you've Mm. received. And so I've just, my eyes have been opened just to preach the gospel with urgency. People are dying and going to hell, and I've got the hope inside of me that they need. And so uh, it's been great, just been traveling full-time ministry back in the air again, Uh, and so... So we're just loving what God's doing. We do a lot of stuff online and just uh, just reaching people for the glory of God. Yeah. It's, it's been great. It, it's beautiful what social media has done because I guess when was it that you kind of blew up? The Holy Spirit just kind of gave you that moment and people just started following your ministry. How long has that been now? Yeah, so uh, it's been about four years. 2016, wow. I started making videos. Yep. Uh, and then 2017 uh, just, <laughs> just took blew, off. Yeah. 
the it only takes one organically, you know. Just God get on one, anoint one, and people just start following. It's amazing. That's right. You know, a lot of times people are like, well, how can you have you know millions of people follow me on Facebook? You know, type it down. I'm like, look, I sat in a car when we had a hundred people in our church, and I'm just like, hey guys, Pastor Greg Locke here, and I just made these faithful videos, just teaching our people about the Bible, and a couple of them just went. And yeah. when it's a God thing, it just goes. And uh, and you've been all over the place, man. And and the Lord has blessed you abundantly. And I just thank the Lord for that. And just thanks yeah. for being in the studio today. Yeah, and uh, I'll blessing. I'll volley back to you here in a moment. But uh, Gilad, tell us about your ministry and where you're from and what the Lord's doing. This is exciting. Uh, what an honor and a pleasure to be with Amen. you, man. I am here from the Sea of Galilee <laughs> and uh, right where the Lord walked, man. Yeah, That's where yeah. it's happening. He's and being literal, folks. He's being literal. Yeah, I'm being literal. <laughs> Literally, we live at the Sea of Galilee near Tiberias in Israel. And wow. uh, our ministry is called uh, Radiant Israel. Wow. Uh, we actually own a tour company, but our heart is for worship and revival. Yeah. And uh, the Galilee Awakening has been what the Lord has placed mm. on our heart uh, over the last year. We've been on a journey. We've done three revival gatherings that have broadcast uh, over the internet, and we've been so honored to have Amen. Matt with us and many others yep. uh, that have just come together with a heart for revival, yeah. uh, for the authentic move of the Lord to mm. be seen in the earth. I believe now is the time we're yes. in an Isaiah 60 moment and a Daniel tw- uh, twelve ten moment. Yeah. And this is when it all comes together. This is when the kingdom army comes mm. together. This is when the people that have been in the background come to the forefront. The rate, the yeah. Lord, He's not a disrespecter of persons, yes. man. He's bringing people from all walks of life. From everywhere. Uh, it doesn't matter if you work in McDonald's, man. It doesn't <laughs> matter if you're a CEO or you're in real estate. The Lord is calling people yes. together that have prepared their hearts uh, that want to see a genuine, authentic move of the Lord. And uh, I'm just humbled to be here uh, with you. I follow you all the way from yeah. Israel, man. Wow. People in Israel That's are hearing crazy. your messages. And uh, yeah, just blessed to be here, man. You know, would you guys agree that uh, we're living in days where not only is there a great deception, but it seems like God's weeding out the bold people that are recognizing the deception and God is raising up an army. You seeing that all over the nations? Absolutely. I would say the great deception is coming, uh, but also at the same time, this is where the cream of the crop, the wheat and the tares are being separated. And those that will speak the gospel and the unashamed truth boldly are coming into the forefront. That's why I'm just so blessed Mm. by you and Matt. And, you know, it's that's what's happening right now. Yeah. We're going to come back to Israel. Matt, let me ask you this. How are things in Chicagoland right now? Is it opening back up? Mayor Lightfoot and all that? Yeah, things are (laughs) opening back up. She still don't like the church. (laughs) No, she doesn't like the church. uh, We'll pray for her deliverance. Praise God. Uh, Amen. Uh, we just had a worship gathering. Sean Foyt was yes. in Chicago, yeah. and it was just awesome. Everybody was headed there just to worship their God freely in the mm. park. Yeah. And we showed up, and they blocked off the whole like park from, from entering in with the yeah. vehicle. And so everybody just gathered at that spot where they blocked it off. The yep. church was uh, uh, just gathering. They were, I mean, it's a time for the church to have a backbone, okay? Yes. You That's know, there's a time where you have to ri- your faith has to rise above yes. fear. You know what I'm saying? Amen. The kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Mm. And uh, it's time to demonstrate the power and the love of God. We were in a place where 63 people were shot and killed the weekend before. Wow. I mean, they call it Chirac. There's so yeah. many murders and yeah. violence going on. And we came to bless the city. We came mm. to pray for the police and just to release, you know, songs of hope and freedom Amen. and breakthrough and revival, uh, you know, where the enemy's just causing havoc and yep. strife. And so long story short, everybody gathered, about a thousand people showed up wow. and uh, the deputy chief was just trying to shut it down. They yep. said, if you set up the speakers, we're going to confiscate everything. We're going to arrest you and wow. you know that moment Sean Foyt just said let's just go acoustic so we don't need those speakers God's <laughs> yeah. here right now everybody lifted up. up their voices wow. and let me tell you Pastor the, 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 there was a, such a shift in the atmosphere yeah. and uh, and people came off the streets of pro- people yelling Black Lives Matter <laughs> came in and got filled with the Holy 
Ghost <laughs> baptized. Somebody brought in wow. their truck. In the bed of the truck, people were getting baptized in a little tank. I mean, yeah. it was incredible. Wow. We ended it with a Jesus march. But all that to say, God's hand is still on Chicago. Yeah. And uh, he's not done with it yet. So yeah. there's a there's a move of the Spirit happening right now. I, I, I love that God's sending the revival we've been praying for, but he's doing it through the back door of persecution. That's right. Because he's giving it to the right people. You yeah. know, he's not wasting the blessing, if you will. Come on. And uh, that whole blue flame revival that we've been talking about that the yeah. Lord's been confirming. And I am convinced that we're going to see a massive move of God, but it's going to come in a way that we never anticipated. And yeah. God is thinning out the ranks and raising up an army. Come on. And so let's shift gears to my heart. And that is what the Lord's doing right now in the nation of Israel. Just kind of tell us, what's the what's the heartbeat on the street? What's the atmosphere like in Israel right now? We got all these peace accords. I don't think people understand how prophetically significant this really is. Speak to that for a moment. Absolutely. Well, first of all, there's a lot of different angles that we can look at this situation. Mm. We have the secular uh, angle, yeah. we have the macro angle and the micro angle, and also prophetically speaking, what the Lord is doing. And so when the outsider is looking in, uh, your average person that's looking at these peace agreements that are being made, the Abraham Accords, yeah. um, you know, and things are happening in the Middle East very quickly. Um, so from a secular perspective, it appears that this is very good for Israel. Mm-hmm. Economically, it's good for them. It's good for them uh, militarily because what's happening is wow. uh, mutual enemies are you know, being united yeah. together. So you have Iran and Turkey that are the <laughs> biggest enemies of Israel. They're getting closer together. And then you have the enemies of Israel. Yep. And the friends of Israel coming together. So the United wow. Arab Emirates, you have Saudi Arabia, all these Gulf countries, they're uniting together with <laughs> Israel. And so the mm-hmm. stage is being set prophetically mm-hmm. uh, to watch this Ezekiel 38, 39 fulfillment. Yeah. And so um, you have a lot of different angles. A lot of things are happening. We have to watch very closely yeah. because the Lord is clearly doing something. And obviously, you know, the sense in Israel, most Israelis are happy about this because it's mm. opening doors. It's a peace. Our heart has always been yes. peace. Israel's heart has always been peace. We pursue peace. We're yeah. people of peace. Um, Pray it, for the peace of Jerusalem. <laughs> absolutely. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And so it's a very exciting time because you have all these dynamic things that are happening with the lockdowns, with COVID, um, but it's almost like a super bloom season where things wow. are happening simultaneously, mm. prophetically and economically and militarily. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you heard of this word, but it's basically this phenomena in yeah. the desert uh, when it just waits for the right conditions. There's mm. seeds that just wait in the ground. Sure. And all of a sudden it waits like 10 wow. years and the right conditions come mm. and it, the, the desert blooms. Wow. And so prophetically, I think <laughs> this is what's happening in yeah. Israel. You're seeing it in the nations. And <laughs> so it's an exciting time to be alive. And we're, we got front row seats, you know, yeah. there in the gallery. The so. biblical blooming. Man, I like that. That'd make a good book, huh? You know, I don't think people understand that uh, to understand prophecy, to understand what the Spirit of God is really doing Israel is the target. You got to keep your eye. It's the breadbasket of the world, man. God is doing some stuff there. And, and I want people to understand, you know, we get so discouraged here in, you know, the land of the free and the home of the brave, seeing, you know, BLM and Antifa burn the nation down. People are angry and don't even know why they're angry. All the churches are closed. You know, it's just nonsense. However, we can get so discouraged, but I'm really encouraged by a lot of it. And all that sounds kind of weird and sick, but I'm watching the Bible come to life. Right I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, I'm waking up every day and the word of God is like, pop, 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 just popping off the page. I'm like, oh, God already said that. God already said that. And, and God is silencing the mouths of, of the atheists and the agnostics because he is like, look, I have been showing you this. I've been telling you this. And we talked about this before the show. We are living in the days that the apostles wished 
that they had lived in. And this is just unbelievable. Uh, tell us a little bit about what your ministry is doing over there and uh, just how the Lord is working and, and kind of what you're sensing. Absolutely. So Galilee Awakening has been uh, really at the forefront of what He's called us to do. And uh, we felt that because the Lord uh, Yeshua spent most of His life in the Galilee, mm. the ancient wells of revival are there. Yeah. And so the Lord wow. really spoke to us about, you know, when, when you move here, when you welcome me here, when the Holy Spirit is allowed to move freely on the hearts and minds of Jewish believers, yeah. it's going to touch the nations. Revival is going to touch the nations. So we've been contending for awakening and revival, and not just in Israel, but uniting yeah. you know, the one new man, yeah. uh, people from all over the world that have the same heart for revival. So um, we feel that it's very important that worship leads the way. Yeah. And so we've been kind of bringing together all aspects of of the body. You know, the body's mm. called to walk together, many parts join together for the unity and the purpose of the Lord. And so that's our heart. Our heart is to see Jewish people come to know their Savior. Amen. And we do this by incredible mighty men and women of God like Matt, like yourself, mm. that are speaking boldly. And you know what? It's provoking the Jews to jealousy. Yeah. That is yes. scripture. And so we yes, want to participate. We want to help provoke the Jewish mm. believers believers because they're seeing all this they're seeing all this movement they're seeing yeah. favor they're seeing blessing and they're seeing supernatural faith in <laughs> yeah. the midst of this coronavirus i'm telling you yeah. one of the things that i believe has brought such a ripening and such an atmosphere for revival is this lockdown mentality, this yeah. lockdown season, shutdown, everything's being shut down, yes. new measures. It's very scary for people that don't know the Lord, that sure don't is. know the truth. They don't know what's happening. They don't know this is prophesied. They don't know about the one world order and all these things that are mm. coming in. And so it's creating this condition for them to start evaluating yeah. their heart and their life. And so what we want to do wow. is just be a mouth and a voice piece and a vessel for the Lord to be able mm. to reach them uh, with people all over the world uh, like yourselves. And yeah. so it's just an honor to see what wow. the Lord is doing. That's even so. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, come, wow. Lord Jesus. Hey, share that Hebrew phrase that I love to hear you say about the about the Lord coming. Baruch Hashem Adonai. You know, <laughs> Yeshua is not coming back until yeah. the Jewish people say Baruch Hashem Adonai. That wow. is blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. Ooh, and He's coming, man. Yes, gives me chill bumps right here on the broadcast. I love that. Hey, let let me shift gears into something about this, but but politically because. You are on the scene there. What is the whole mindset over there about our president over here? How, how do they really feel? I mean, tell us from an insider about Trump and the Israeli people. Uh, the Israeli people love Trump Amen. as a whole. I There's so. actually a place in the Golan Heights they named after Trump. It's called the <laughs> Trump Heights. I can see wow. it. It's like in the Galilee in the Golan Heights. And uh, one thing that most Israelis agree on is that President Trump is one of the best presidents ever wow. for Israel. Yes. Uh, he moved the embassy to yes. Jerusalem. Amen. He's brought favor. And especially after the last administration, you know, without speaking negatively about what happened there, it was such a breath of fresh air for Israel to be honored. Mm -hmm. And, you know, blessing comes on America when America blesses Israel, any nation or any yeah. person blesses Israel. And so President Trump wow. has been the best president for the Jewish people and for Israel. And, uh, you know, we honor the work that he's done. We pray for him. We bless him. And uh, we're, we're praying that he wins the second term. Yeah. Amen. I noticed the other day that Twitter banned the, uh, the at anti-Semitism page. And I'm like, why would you ban that? I mean, are you seeing that there is this, this revival, if you will, in a bad way 
of of hating Jewish people, of hating the nation of Israel? Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I think that we're seeing both things happen simultaneously. Mm. So we're seeing the move of God increasing, yes. but we're seeing persecution increasing. You mentioned, and I agree with you completely, that this end time revival is going to come on the backhand yep. of persecution. Sure. And so it's almost like this you know, Nazi-type mentality is yeah. being revived. It's very anti-Semitic. It's very hateful. Mm. Um, you know, it's rooted in communism and all these other things. But um, we're seeing it spread in Europe. We're seeing it spread in different countries. Um, but we're also seeing the people, and especially the body of believers, yeah. the Christian church, um, and many conservatives that are standing with Israel in an even greater way, because they understand that Israel is this end-time prophetic mm-hmm. clock that the Lord uses. Um, and so, you know... It's exciting times. It's definitely crazy times, but it's very exciting for what God is doing. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, I have the privilege to speak to so many pastors, you know, through the Falkirk Center and Liberty University and things like that. And, you know, pastors just aren't courageous these days. I'm, I'm going to volley off to you here, Matt, and I, I want you to, to say a word uh, that, that maybe is on your heart from the Spirit about, you know, what, what can we say to the church? What, what kind of hope can we offer them? What, what can we say to these pastors? Because so many of them, they just believe the lie. They believe the nonsense. They're not willing to push back. They're just counting nickels and noses, and everybody's been bullied into a corner of silence. They want to be identified as racist, homophobic bigots, or whatever. And so the church is silent. And I'm finding that, as Papa used to say, there's so many popsicles in the pew because there's too many polar bears in the pulpit. And the men of God aren't bold. And and speak to that boldness to these men of God that we need that are listening to this show. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we can be the determining factor of somebody (laughs) spending an eternity in heaven or hell. And I think it's time to rise up. It's time to be bold and unashamed of the God. It's time to preach the unchanging word of God. You know, like what would Jesus want you to do in this moment? You know, (laughs) people are hurting, people are broken, and the church is a hospital for the broken. You know, we don't go there because we have it all together. We need to go there because we need to get it together. You know, it's a but. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, Mm. let us go to the house of the Lord. (laughs) There's something that happens, Pastor, when we worship God corporately, when we pray together, you know, corporately. Prayer is our passport to spiritual power. You know, without prayer, there's no revival. So I think that the pastors need to rise up and uh, and be bold in this hour and say, you know what, in the midst of chaos, I'm going to believe the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, that we're going to push through this thing and we're going to just lift up the name of Jesus. If he be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. Yes, he will. So I just encourage every pastor, be bold, man. (laughs) Just be bold and uh, do the will of the Lord. Don't back down and just push forward, you know? Yeah. Courage is contagious. It is. And it's like gasoline on the fire, and people just are longing for it. You know, John the Baptist, I tell people all the time, the guy had no personality whatsoever, but they loved him because he was a voice. Yeah. The whole area, the whole region around about Jordan came because he was a voice, and people are just looking for voices. And you men yeah. are voices on both sides of the water. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate that, because one of the things that the the compromising, lukewarm church has done is they say, well, it's not about a building, so it's, it's not about a building. It's about the gathering, right, because right. the power is in the unity of the gathering. Yeah. It's in the corporate worship, as you said, and we have got to get back to the gathering. He, he doesn't say, don't forsake the building. He says, don't forsake the assembling. That's right. And we've got to, assemble. I don't care if it's in a tent. I don't care if it's right. in the back of a Barnes and Nobles. I don't care if it's on somebody's back porch, in a building, out of a building. Right. We have got to gather, and that's where the power is. And gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the broadcast yeah. today. This is beautiful. Uh, I'm going to look forward to hooking up with you guys in D.C. Huh? Yeah. Just a couple of days, right in the nation's capital. It's going to be beautiful, because we need to call this nation to repentance. Yeah. We need to call this nation to repentance. If 
my people. Okay, we don't have a White House problem; we have a God's house problem. Come and on. judgment must begin at God's house. And so, so thank you guys so much for being on the broadcast today. It's a blessing. And to be uh, here. we'll have you again. There's no doubt about that. Thank you. Thanks so much. It's an honor. Amen. So from Chicago land and from Galilee. Wow, what a beautiful, beautiful thing. Well, uh, next week you'll hear us talking. Me and Brian will be back with the broadcast together, my co-host, and we'll be talking about uh, my brand new book that's going to be out in two weeks. This means war. <laughs> and uh, we will not surrender through silence. We're going to push back and we're going to stand up and we're going to watch God do some amazing things. So thanks again for being on point with Pastor Greg Locke. And we'll be back just real soon. Talk about more faith, family, and politics. God bless you guys. <laughs>